Welcome back, Time Weavers. This is a continuation of the episode of Contemplation, Seven Passages on Spirituality and Time. This will be part two, and it's a discussion of different passages in the book A Connoisseur of Time in the chapter called A Contemplation. In this next episode, as you'll hear very shortly, we talk about this particular passage from the Quran, uh, chapter 103, Al-Azhar, it's sometimes interpreted as the eventide. And I'm going to read it before we get into it so you know some context. It actually says in this one interpretation or one translation, <clears throat> again, it's called chapter 103, Al-Asr, the eventide. And I am not an expert on Islam and the Quran, so I'm going to translate as I see it here in the book. I swear by the time the evening tide. Everyone is in a state of loss, except those who believe and do good and join together in truth, patience, and constancy. There's a number of interpretations here on the Wikipedia site for this particular verse, and I will provide that uh, note for you in the text. Um, one of them is, by the declining day, lo, everyone is in a state of loss, save for those who believe and do good works, and exhort one another to truth, and exhort one another to endurance. It's sort of this, every, everything is in a state of loss except those who help each other find faith. And when you look at the various interpretations of this passage, the summary here is, it's a terse reminder of the importance of time. It's a terse reminder of the importance of time and care in its utilization. In fact, uh, this is called a surah. Um, it says here from one of the commentaries, it's a matchless specimen of comprehensiveness and brevity. A whole world of meaning has been compressed into its few words. Um, in fact, one of the famous imams has said that if people only considered this particular verse, it alone would suffice them for all guidance. Uh, it's one of the most popular and famous verses in the Quran. So I took a little bit of time with that because this is an area that we all need to, as you'll listen to this episode, an area we need to embrace. Just the, verse, the diversity of messages that all come back to the same message. How can we be present? How can we be present with each other? I hope you enjoy this episode. I think you'll get a lot out of it. See you soon. Welcome to the Quest for Presence podcast. This is an intentional community of time weavers. Many of us have been burdened by clock time. We forget that there are so many wonderful and beautiful features in this gift of time. Come join us. There is a treasure for you in every episode. So to me, that's another beautiful passage. That's a different, it's a different than the Hafez. It's different than Matthew. It's different than the Course in Miracles. And I think it speaks to the heart of Islam. And I think it speaks to 
this this notion of we're never alone, which Christy talks about, there is no separation. But now, okay, great, let's join together. Mm. Let's gather together. I think that's what commune is. Commune, to commune, is to come together. Community is to come in unity. Yeah. It says commune with me. And it's to come in unity. And, and you take community and you look at universe. Una meaning one, verse means song. To come in one song, in unity, in one love song. Being present, being there in the love. To commune with that oneness, you know, this, this universe of love, you know, this one love song. And it's so beautiful when you experience that and, and, and embrace it, it for the essence. So do you guys currently believe or have, uh, I'll, I'll use the term faith, that we are headed toward this unitive consciousness that we're describing? Um, mm-hmm. is, well, is, we, is, we, that, is that where we're headed? We got to be, right? Because in the hearts of most humans, we all want the same thing, or at least most of us, right? Well, so is that concept alone unitive? I think we all have a an aching inside, um, a yearning, and. And that causes us to seek, but it also tells us to seek. Seek and you shall find. I think the important part is what are you seeking? What are you seeing? Like in, and I think that, I think you're right, Ronnie. And I think you're right. I think we are seeking a higher way of being, you know, and, but what we don't realize is we're there. When you're present, you're there. You don't have to seek. You don't have to look for it. You just have to be here now in the moment. It was never separate for you from you. You don't have to dig through the closet for it. You don't have to read through all the books for it. You just have to be in the moment. And you're right there. You know that song, uh, What's Your Verse by Tony Jones? Oh, we'll put that in the, <laughs> we'll put that in the uh, notes. It's, a, it's amazing. Um, and I think what we're talking about here, What's Your Verse, meaning universe. We're in this together. Whether we realize it or not. I am my song, and I vibe to the beat of my drum. 
you know, everything that's happening right now, I mean, the reason the doomsday clock has now advanced to its most closest point to midnight since it was developed, you know, this is the, the doomsday clock from the Atomic Scientist Society is because of what Russia is doing in Ukraine. And that sense of separation that you have something that I don't have and I'm going to get it from you. And, and I'm saying, no, you're not because we have our sovereignty is causing this tremendous ripple effect throughout the entire planet in terms of people not getting grain, talk about threshing, they're not getting their nutrition. Mm-hmm. Oil is now coming back more heavily than it should be because of climate change, because of this. So this sense of separation is the source of not joining together. Mm. So the whole idea of common ground, of unity, of everything that Christy talks about, that's part of this presence in that that particular quote. Mm -hmm. So the the point I'm making, I guess I want to make about this particular contemplation, and it really is the first contemplation of many contemplations is that you can come at this idea of presence through any path. The other one I'm going to just end with, because I want to make sure we, we cover um, is the Buddha. And in the, in the diamond sutra, It says, thus shall you think of all this fleeting world. So there's that notion again, everything is in a state of loss. Everything is fleeting. You see that in every one of these passages, there's this idea that things are going away. We are going to die. There is impermanence. Um, Of course, the Course of Miracles says it's an illusion. Impermanence is an illusion because it's only from the ego. In Buddhism, it's different. It is true. Everything really is impermanent. Thus shall you think of all this fleeting world, a star at dawn, a bubble in a stream, a flash of lightning in a summer cloud, a flickering lamp, a phantom, and a dream. So there... Time is an illusion as well. And you shall think of this, meaning that in your enlightenment, in that moment when you're in the now, everything falls away. And you're in that moment of just being, of conscious, pure consciousness, enlightenment and satori so there may be people who are listening who are deeply into mindfulness meditation or who are following a path of the buddha or a related path and there as well this idea of impermanence 
as the core entropy that the scientists talk about as well, that the ground of reality is impermanent. The basic, basic fundamental source of everything is impermanence. And it's when the ego subsides and there's an experience of that, that one enters into nirvana. One enters into heaven where there is eternity. It's all timeless. There is no time. So I think it's important to also bring that into the conversation to make this as an inclusive invitation as possible, that no matter what your orientation is, and we have the atheist quote as well, that this is the idea. The invitation to presence is about joining together and to make room because we don't want to clock time divides, clock time segments, clock time, the calendars, the schedules, the next task that I have to get done in the calendar, all of that tends to divide our consciousness. But with whole time, we can join together. And we've been here the whole time, whether we did our homework or not. <laughs> You know, it's. I know we got to close here, but it's interesting, you know, that you had the first quote from Steven Pinker from uh, the 100 Atheists Speak Out on Joy and Meaning in a World Without God, which is kind of an interesting <laughs> uh, subtitle. But um, it's like Pinker's among those, unless, unless he's changed recently, that is very positive about where we're headed. Uh, even with a blip like the war in Ukraine, he 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 would see the and I I, I want to pause and make sure you know the loss of one life is terrible, but he would he would say that based on historical accounting for these types of things that uh, even when these tragedies occurs they're a tragedy they're occurring less and less and further apart as we go through whatever we want to call it, Chronos time I guess. So it's interesting that he, as an atheist, is more positive about where we're heading based on the evidence from history. Yeah, I mean that that you're right. I mean the whole that whole project is called a better life. You know <laughs> that that there's a better life that we can have. That's the that's the kind of cry of the atheists, right? So. We don't have to have a better life only through religion and a theistic view. Um, so I do recommend that. That's the name of that book, A Better Life, 100 Atheists Speak Out on Joy and Meaning in a World Without God by Chris Johnson. I think there's nothing nihilistic about atheism. There's nothing inherently, you know, nihilistic or doom and gloom about atheism. Well, that's, that's a good, um, I mean, that's a good point. I'm glad you said that because otherwise I think I would, I would stay stuck in um, a kind of a Bible belt paradigm that naturally says that. And I need, I need to admit that I don't know what I don't know. Well, that's why we're here. <laughs> right. I guess I have more homework to do. 
<laughs> well, I'm glad that you, no, I'm going to stop that. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I think we've milked that as far as we yeah, can. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. And, you know, we've made it. Ronnie and, and, and Christy feel as bad as Bless we you. can. Yeah. By the way, guilt, everyone, just so yeah. um, I say this here. I grew up Jewish and um, how do you get, how does a Jewish grandmother change a light bulb? Anyone? Because that's gu- what by I'm guilt, by guilting it into. Well, it's this is my aspiration uh, to be a Jewish grandmother. Yeah. How a Jewish <laughs> grandmother changes a light bulb? Are you ready? Yeah. What? You want me to sit here in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> how to how to parent through guilt and shame? Right. Doesn't work. So sorry if I offended anyone. Uh, but uh, love you guys. Love you, Joel. Love you too, Joel Bennett. <laughs> Ronnie, you wanted to say something earlier. I want to make sure no, that. You- no, no, no. We were good. Uh, I- I'm glad you reeled us back because uh, you helped me to realize where, where I was about to go it was just going to not get us anywhere productive. So <laughs> at least not for the context of this conversation. Well, I hope you're still feeling the joy from last night and that we didn't oh. take you far away from that. No, no, it is confirming hearing uh, all of this. So I I appreciate that. Mm. Well, thank you all. There is one thing I don't, it matters not whether you're atheist, Christian, Buddhist, or anything. There is one thing that we all long for. And there's one thing we all will acknowledge and that is love. Well, whatever we put on it, name, call it, whatever, it's love. It's the essence of love. And I think that that's the one commonality. Say it loud and say it proud. I love you, Christy, Eternal <laughs> Sunshine Ellison. I love you, Ronnie Gets It Gaytree. <laughs> I love you, Art. What just happened, Wimberly? <laughs> Isn't it appropriate or ironic that Burt Bacharach passed away in the last day or so who wrote what what the world needs now is uh, what a great song. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie, can we play all these songs? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you send them to me, I'll go find them and I'll I'll stitch them in there for sure. Are we allowed to do that? Are we allowed to have uh, uh, We'll we'll talk more about that off air. <laughs> 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 um, as long as it's not Frozen, the soundtrack to Frozen and Disney comes after us. Right, right. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. That's funny. Well, it's good. It's snowing here. Is it snowing anywhere else, guys? It's not definitely not snowing here. here. It's snowing here. Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go, frozen. See, that was <laughs> right there. <laughs>